Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Bam Erickson here with AfterBuzz TV for Power. After Show, Season 4, Episode 7. You lied to my face, homie. What up? Let's go. Drop it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. There you go. Hey. Unity. Hey, yes. Hey. Oh, um, togetherness. Yes. It's always a party for the power after the show. Come on. Hey. Hey. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I am Bam Erickson, and you can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. Jimmy V, Twitter and Instagram at Be Your Own Dad. Jill Monroe at Stiletto Jill. I had to get mine off real quick. All right. And you can find me at all of my social media platforms at Robin Ayers. We've got some special guests, plural, in the building with us today. So excited to have one of the power producers here, Shanna Stein, as well as you guys know him as Crystal Ball, but his name is Matt Cedeno. Welcome, Hello, you guys. Thank you. Welcome so to the show. Much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thanks yeah. for having us. We have us. a lot to discuss with you guys. We yeah. have a lot to discuss about. So let's talk about the St. Patrick family. So mm-hmm. Tariq and Ghost enters the house. Tasha is pissed. She says to Tariq, don't you dare lie to us. Tariq snaps back saying, you lie to my, my face about Sean. <laughs> Ghost says Kanan kidnapped uh, Tariq. Apparently, this ain't the first time. Ghost and Tasha then go into the closet. Where they have this not down, drag out argument. Open discussion. Go. Bam, you're so funny with that. But you know what's something that I noticed is that Tasha, we have not really seen Tasha this pissed? This yes. pissed about T- Tariq being gone. I mean, I don't know if it's this newfound, like, you know, your dad's home. I don't know what it was, but I was like, huh, how come you're this upset and we haven't seen you this upset before? Um, I think she was upset because Ghost just got out of jail. They clearly spent a night, and Ghost just got out of jail. So she's probably wondering, okay, I haven't heard from either my my husband and my son for probably 17, 12, 6, 8 hours, whatever it is. Right. She mm-hmm. has a right to be pissed at that point. She's got yeah. the right. Listen, yeah. as a mom, yeah. she's got yeah. the right. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, we, we do notice that mm-hmm. she really got more pissed than what she's been before, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. Well, she got pretty mad, I will say, in the first episode when he first got back from being kidnapped the first time. Right. Mm -hmm. And he shut her down by saying, where's dad? Yeah. Right? He totally threw her off the trail. She was like, boy, you were in so much trouble. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Where's dad? And he knew where dad was. He's been manipulating it Mm -hmm. from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're right. Ghost is just out. And this is her first chance to really (laughs) let loose on him because she's been having to hold it together for everyone. And she's been holding it down. Okay, so. Shanna coming up in here, okay. dropping knowledge. Right. Yes, insight yeah. into Tasha's mindset. Yes. Yes. We didn't even get the Tasha yeah. moment where she yeah. turned her back to the camera yeah. to gather herself, right? Right. right. Yeah. She so came all the way with it. Speaking of speaking her mind, so in the con- so there were many things that went on in this in this closet conversation. So, um, so she apologized, saying, "I didn't have enough time to tell you that Tariq was kidnapped." Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I give her a pass. I do. I, I agree. She didn't have time to tell there's a lot that's been going on. You and Proctor I mean? also told her, you can't tell we don't, him. Don't, yeah, yeah. Right. You can't distract him. He's got a whole lot going on. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Then he says, you only had one job. Yeah, that made me oh. mad. That made me mad. I was why, like. Why did it make you mad? Because you had one job. And, and then what he meant, as I took it, was that you had one job just to kind of hold it down, hold the household, hold the family down mm-hmm. and all of that. And how disrespectful, because she had so many things on her plate. She had to worry about Angie coming to visit her, trying to, you know, manipulate her into testifying or giving up information. Mm -hmm. She had Keisha, Tommy, who he told her to look after. Or he told, remember, she said Ghost wanted Tommy to stay here. So she had more than just one job. So that kind of made me mad. Now, I will agree. I am, Tasha was right. In regards to what you mean, I only had one job. I basically held it down and I had to play this pretend wife. Mm-hmm. So she gets a point. She won that argument. But then once she started to continue to vent her feelings and then she said, let's talk about the real reason that you're in jail. And then Go says the reason I'm in jail was because I was trying to protect Tommy. Mm-hmm. And then she says, no, you're in jail because um, something about you dipped. You your, dipped. You dipped your dip. You your dipped dick. your dip in you that fed bitch. And, and the fed I bitch think might be <laughs> yeah. a direct quote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. very eloquently that put. That sounds about right. Just chime <laughs> right. in. Yeah, it's a chain of events, yeah. cause and reaction. Mm-hmm. But let's also let's let's keep it real. Um, she started to when she started to vent and and do her her, her full uh, frustration. Then she started to obviously go back to the whole Angela situation, and again. She later on admitted that she did have some to some blame for this. So I felt like they were both right and wrong in, in certain parts of this argument. And I think that's the the job that Power does well. The writers actually do a very good job at making you feel like, okay, mm-hmm. they both have a, a, a right. You know what I mean? Both are a right. Valid point. I think, a valid yeah. point. Yeah. Those Cor- are Courtney would love to hear that mm-hmm. because that's what one of the things she always says. In every scene, in every argument, both characters are right. Mm-hmm. 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 That's just that. That's what makes great writing and character development in the first place. Yeah. Both have to be fighting for something that they truly believe in. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything is so subjective anyways, depending on your perspective and your point of view. They're both right. It mm-hmm. depends on what's important to each individual, but they're both yeah. equally fighting for something they believe in. I agree with that. That's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Before we continue, I have to ask this. If we can take our power hats off very quickly, mm-hmm. and you just watching as a viewer, do you often get tied up into the character that says, like, no, that's right or that's that's wrong? Do you feel that way? Oh, my gosh. I, it doesn't even have to get to the cuts for me. I get excited at the outline phase. Like, I'm such a fan of the show. <laughs> right. I'll be up to court and be like, oh, my God, no, you did it. <laughs> you know, and she'll, she'll, like, pitch some ideas about, like, you know, I think... I think he's got to die. And I'm like, duh. Now. <laughs> you know, Good. So you feel us, Shannon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely feel you. Okay. I, actually, oh, yeah. I, I had to do some some catching up this week with the episodes. And we just showed a video before we were on air of that fan that was like, oh, Cody, oh. <laughs> I read the script. I knew it came. And we had, you know, uh, Jar and I had conversations about him exiting the show and whatnot. But I just saw the episode. Mm. And I was crying. I was like, oh, Powerful, Cody, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I was so... Uh, yeah. It was devastating, well written, right? Well yes. written. It was, yes. It was a great way for him to go out and, 
yeah, I was I was completely invested in yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Sana, are you involved anyway in the writing process? No, I'm not. A, I'm a non-writing producer on the show. I am involved on the creative aspects, and I'm so lucky because I do get to be around and involved <clears throat> from the outline phase forward. <clears throat> so when they start pitching ideas, and I, they are very generous, and I get to sit in the writer's room. And sure, I weigh in, but as I said, I'm so much a fan. I'll be like, oh, I love that. That's great. Yeah. Or no, 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 you can't do that. So I think you know they can bounce off of me, as I said, as a fan would react more than nice. from the other side. And then, but being involved, through all of those phases, it's great because then when casting comes along, and I know you guys had Gary Lennon in here, mm-hmm. and he's you know also an executive producer on the show, right along with Courtney. That and when you know, so when casting comes along, it's like knowing all of those things and watching the characters come to life from when they were pitched, and then when the d- different actors come in and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm I'm very fortunate as is um, Bart Winrick. We get to be involved all the way through the process. Very nice. Nice. Exciting, yeah. So Tasha says to Ghost, Kanan wouldn't have been a problem had you killed him 10 years ago like I told you. And Raina heard her. Raina Mm -hmm. overhears this conversation. And so now Tasha and Raina have a conversation later um, where she's clearly has stepped up her anger. She cursed at her mom (laughs) and she's now wanting to ask questions. Teenage angst. Yeah, she's tired of being the the child who's always left out, you know. Always in the dark. And, you know, and again, Tariq and and Raina, they are twins, so they're the same age. So she feels she should be able to, she should be privy to everything that Tariq knows or thinks he knows. Mm -hmm. So, um, so Tasha says to her, you have to tell me if Tariq sneaks out. So we already know that Raina likes to snoop and she wants to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. She's dead. <laughs> he thinks that Raina's going to die this season. Well, We've had me, this discussion why? on because one of she, the children. Di- she's yeah. snooping. Bam thinks everybody's going to die. I do think die. everybody's going to die at some point except for one you know what? of the children. If, if you, you say, right like, say everybody's, everybody's going to die, eventually you will be right. Yeah. Because right. it's power. Yeah. And people do die. Yeah. But with... So... Tasha didn't exactly tell her everything, but she told him enough. She told Raina enough information to to make her happy. But the but the I think the the point of that conversation was she says, I need you to now tell me what's going on with Tariq. Mm-hmm. She's already sneaking around. She's snooping through his things. Right. I smell I smell something bigger that's going to happen. You think she's going to follow him into some trouble and get caught up in the mix, crossfire? Or something. But what do you guys just think about the, the Raina and her wanting to, to know more and, and now she's going to I mean, start... we've seen that. Yeah. We've seen her uh, getting more and more curious and a little bit more nosy, mm-hmm. you know. But as she should. Mm-hmm. Everything in her life is changing. You know, her dad was in prison. Her mom is kind of like trying <laughs> to hold things down. I'm sure it's not her, the, the, the Tasha that we saw in season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not seeing that same you know Tasha and I'm sure she's not feeling that same way about her mom and then Tariq is just buck wild now Mm -hmm. so it's like everything is changing you gotta find out some information I mean which we saw Mm -hmm. her trying to do something about it I liked that Mm -hmm. I liked that she tried to take that into her own hands Mm -hmm. and say let me just go to Tariq as an audience too I like how we saw Tariq grow so much I think it's time that we also see Raina too that's true. A good balance, yeah. yeah. They're both getting older. They're growing. They're they're becoming of age, and they see a lot of stuff around them. Yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff. So Marina yeah. won't see as much as Tariq. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's gone. Or I, I think she's dead. But now let's 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 talk Tariq. So now Tariq, he's mm. hooked on the mm-hmm. lean. He overhears Tommy getting and faded off of two yeah, steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He overhears Tommy and Ghost in the car when he rolled the window down. He questions Dre. He asks Tommy if he knew Dad put Kanan in jail and asks if he was involved. Was his mom? Did he kill anyone? So my question to you, 
Should they just tell something? Should they stop lying? Because Tariq is finding things out. And and if they don't tell this boy something, then what is going to happen? Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. no, don't tell I him? feel he's on a need-to-know basis. I think that they are slowly letting him into the parts that they have no choice to. Mm-hmm. But does he need to know, yeah, we gunned down 15 people, we ran the hottest, yeah, you know, no. whatever. I, but, I don't think but, he's ready for all of that. Because don't, you don't know what side he's on. Correct. But he, they don't have to say, okay, we killed this person, killed this person, killed this person. But they need to at least be honest and say, hey, you know what? We've done some things in the past that we're not proud of. you never and been yet- around drug dealers? Yes, I have. They don't, so (laughs) they're not going to tell you, even as family, are they going to give, they can't. They're not going to give you that stuff. Just, there are some bad people. We are involved in some bad things. Just knowing that the things that are in that area are bad. And that's. He's only, he's a young child still. And I think that's exactly why Tariq needs to know. So he knows who to stay away from. Just like the, just like uh, Tasha was trying to uh, Address, but unfortunately, he's still well. He's still up in the air, pretty much. Do we chime in as? Do we chime in? Yes. Oh, please. Yes. As whatever you whatever you feel. Yeah. I mean, you know, not me being removed from the show after seeing it. You know, and his evolution and where he is today, and what little man Tariq has gone through. I think at this stage, you've got to level with him to a certain extent Mm because he just saw uh, what's her name jukebox. blown away like he's yeah. seen in front the real of him. deal in front of him mm-hmm. and he's been he's kidnapped seen, yeah. he's been knocked out he's been he like deserves and he's he's on drugs. and he <laughs> seems <laughs> he seems somewhat unfazed by it well i think that um it's it's a, it's a big failure mm-hmm. on ghost's part to become james saint patrick Right. Mm-hmm. Because as they say, everything they did, they did for these kids. Right. They tried to get out of life. He came, to, you know, he moved to Manhattan. He tried to open the nightclub. He wanted to protect the kids. And as you said, his son just got kidnapped. Knocked wit- out. N- yeah. Knocked out, almost killed, and then witnessed a murder right in front of him mm-hmm. to defend his life. So the kids has gone through some pretty traumatic stuff due to the failure of his father to protect them and get them out of life. Mm-hmm. And then he fails yet again because he has the opportunity to come clean and, you know, tell his son the truth. And instead he continues to keep lying. Yeah. He, chooses, he chooses to keep lying. And so now he's lost his son's trust yet again, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, something that stuck out to me was when Tommy had the conversation with Tariq and Tariq said, I don't know who is good or bad anymore. Mm -hmm. These are telltale signs. And he's saying to them, to everyone who's asking, say something to me, you know, Um, but it's 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 challenging. I mean, I'm sure as a parent, you want to hide some things. And I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong. I'm just saying I'm sure it's challenging. Mm -hmm. So I think they're kind of caught between a a rock and a hard place. But I do agree that he deserves something um, after everything that he's seen and been through. So I agree with that. Absolutely. You know, particularly after he's hanging out with Kanan, you know, when when, uh, Ghost and Kanan had their differences and you know that he's been spending a lot of time with Kanan, the Mm -hmm. things that he must have filled his head with, he's in the know. Yeah. So you've got to correct him as a father. That would be my advice to Mr. St. Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, it's he's actually my kid's birthday today, so I'm going to give him a little Aww, happy, happy birthday. Birthday, Jackson. Aww, uh, happy birthday, Jackson. Oh, happy birthday, Jackson. yeah, he got to level with the guy at this point. Yeah. I, I yeah, agree. he's just in denial that he thinks like, oh, I'm just going to continue protecting Protect him. Protect him. Too and, late. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's way too late. And, um, and, and I think that there was some things that Tasha did that she was not able 
to control. And then I feel that there were some things she could have controlled. Like once Tariq was kidnapped, she should have went and found out who these people uh, that he was hanging with. Mm-hmm. And I felt like she was a little too, too um, distracted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and then a little bit naive because That's, there yeah. was something telling her. She said, remember, she brought up, she tried to bring up uh, Kanan a couple of yeah. times. Uh-huh. And so it's like something in you is telling you to go push a little bit more, find out more. But she just kind of let it go. And then it, all of a sudden she gets the revelation <clears throat> when um, Ghost told her or yeah. was it Ghost who told her yeah. that uh was it goes when she said so it was yeah 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 Yeah, so um she said so it was you know Kanan that whole time and it's like yeah you really you knew that deep down inside but she just didn't press enough uh let's move forward to now the family interview the primetime interview with olivia barham so she um clearly had an ulterior motive she had uh ghost (laughs) had to correct her about the charges being dropped and that there was evidence to prove his innocence so she switched topics real quick and then she questioned tasha about not wearing her wedding ring and she lies and says that she sold it to pay bail and attorney fees she forgave him and she is willing to start over and she took part blame about damn time (laughs) Um, that she you know she she acknowledged that she was part to blame because she didn't follow his dreams Mm -hmm. she didn't believe in his dreams yeah Yeah. that's been a big thing for bam yeah i blame tasha for this whole ordeal i I know i know i i it's interesting because at the beginning of the show again as a fan i was completely team angela in the first season i know what? Faces, your faces. Well, because <laughs> so she I. represented the new life, the new but chance, yes, and purity, exactly and what is. was good, and where his life could have gone at first. Mm-hmm. She didn't even know he was married, right? So you got to remember when she first started off this, she started off as an innocent. It's mm-hmm. like, there's the love of my life in mm-hmm. the club, and she I didn't rooted know for anything. That too. And yeah. so yeah. you have that, and then you I'll have, it, you know, you, Tasha being like the biggest goddamn drug dealer in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, and I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, right? She was like, mm, she didn't want anything to change. And so you're right, she finally is owning that now now of course angela we've seen that she's made choices yeah. that, you know are no longer and that's one of the things i do as a fan love about the show so mm-hmm. i started off being like oh he's gonna get a new life and a chance and a... no and then angela went terrible and that, then i went back to being for tasha because i was like this is woman just wants to hold her family together she's doing the best job she can as a mom she's doing everything and then you know more decisions are made, which we'll yeah. talk about later. Right. <laughs> yes. You know? Fridge. Right? So I was like, I do love that when you, you know, you're rooting for somebody and then, oh, you get so mad yeah. at them. It's great writing. It's great writing. It is. It's really fun. Is. It's really justified. <clears throat> so what's your guys' take on the on the, the primetime special interview? My number one problem was Tasha looking at Silver and getting, like, approval almost. I mean, on one hand, it felt like that's the attorney. Let me see what he's saying, if this is okay to speak on. But she wasn't. I feel like she wasn't doing it for that. Nope. It was almost like, let me look at my man and get permission or whatever. And I was like, see, I got this problem with <laughs> Silver, right? I have this real issue with Silver. Just... We can battle back and forth, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, I just... And the funny thing is, I like the guy. Like, I like the, the real... I forget his Brandon. name. Brandon. 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 I actually really like you. But Silver, I have a problem with it. And I just have a problem with the fact that Tasha was looking at him for approval in that in that interview. Well, she, she actually, when she's looking at him, because she feels a little bit stunned, and he goes like this, he points to himself. Right. And so she's like, oh, right, I sold it to pay for you. He's like, you had to pay for me. You know, like, yes. like that. Like So he kind, kind of, of like, like tips her the idea. Yeah. more. Than, I think it's a little that more than approval. Okay. And I got that like, one. 
He does that. She's like, mm, and she's, yeah, she's a G. So totally. She just like, right. See, and she, she says it. Right. So, no, I got that one. And I, and so, um, on part of it, yes, I thought that she was looking at him as an attorney. But she often looked at him. Often mm-hmm. she would glance at him, oh, even yeah. whether he would say anything I know, or not. I know, I know, yeah. I know. And then she yeah. would just, you know, continue to answer her, you know, whatever it is that she felt. So Mm-mm. Now Mm-mm. she wants a good guy, a yeah. straight and narrow guy. Yeah. So let's go into this. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I'm ready to drag her from Oracle Arena. To please, the- please, <laughs> all around. So, drag session. So, <laughs> so she likes this dude, Silver, right? And so she said to him something of the fact that, um, that, um, you know, what if I never met James and met you first, bitch? You like good dudes. You like good dudes. Yes. You like right. good dudes. So now all of a sudden you like squares. You like educated up. men. I, yeah. But you had a problem when your dude <laughs> wanted, wanted to go to the narrow. good side. And now you like this bum? May, jail has a way of affecting you like that. Almost losing no, your freedom in your no, no, I, I, That's what I would think maybe. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to think that Tasha's a hoe. <laughs> well, she she's ghost. I mean, so no, I, Tasha, this is what she, her Sean, We can count. Is, is Sean has is, only had one outside of herself. So three and, one. And let's also, that doesn't mean that she's a hoe. She's just claiming her womanhood. No. Thought alert. She's promiscuous. Thought alert. Yeah, thought alert. <laughs> she knows thought alert. lingo. <laughs> Yeah. Thought alert. Thought alert. Oh, yeah. that is really hilarious. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't that's call what we, her. We were, no, that's what we said. The fans are going to be like, ooh, thought alert. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the fans have been saying, actually. The word I, on the street is yeah. that. Yeah. I, she, I get that she's tired of this fake relationship, but. You remember when you went to jail, you told them we are a team and you need to start acting like it. So therefore, you can't be going out and doing karaoke singing when you since I have nothing. You sound great though. No, bam. No, no I don't shout out to three of you. Oh, it's true. She did sound great. Did I mean, how, it was. I was so happy. It was an opportunity for an eternity mm-hmm. to yeah. get to for the second time. I think. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. in the club that's one time. Season one, but yeah, yeah it was great for that her was to, great. to get to share her voice. And we actually had a much longer version of it but because like a lot of our episodes we were running long you know we had to just kind of get it down to the highlights and and she was terrific i don't listen you know i think it's the same thing the way james st patrick was also like you know when he goes was trying to be james st patrick like for her too when she sees this it's a fantasy of like Mm -hmm. what could my life have been if we if we weren't in this and her son did just get kidnapped right and Mm -hmm. he just came back and she's having all of these reactions where it's like yeah, trying to make the best life for herself and her family and her kids. And you see a nice, good guy. I'm not saying right. it's real. You know, that's, you know, it's, we've, we've Snake all. Snake in the grass. But yeah, yeah. But, you know, from, from her perspective, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, like she is right that this is a good person to partner with. If any of our girlfriends were dating this guy, you'd be like, oh, nice, nice, nice man. Yeah, good job. All right. And she's yeah. still feeling vulnerable that James left her for Andy. Yeah, and, and not only that, but she was. But let's, she, let's go uh, back. Uh, here we go. She was, while, while Ghost was messing with Angie or about to mess with Angie, she was already on the verge of giving Sean some because the first episode in the back of the limousine. Passion. Was, yeah. Passion. We've seen them okay, again. Okay, listen, let me make my point really okay. fast. The point was that she was really into Ghost and she liked that hood life because it was going well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Key. That's the key. It was okay. going well. Her life was great with this 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 gangster, or not gangster, this drug dealing, you know, mm-hmm. man of hers, husband of hers. But now that things are falling apart, maybe she is like, okay, I don't necessarily want this life because everything is kind of going downward. 
So maybe she does want, Robin, you know. you've got a point there. But she <laughs> is still, <laughs> she's still selling drugs with Tommy at the at the weave shop, and she has $2.5 million that we don't know where the money went to. I'm talking about a man. That's oh. her just-in-case money. I We know where that money is. Somewhere just yeah, in case. Yeah, I think she's, you know, as Ghost has done, she's keeping her options open. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's human nature. After you've been through what she's been through, mm-hmm. her man's in jail. He's not ever really loyal to her. Mm-hmm. And then here comes a situation where, you know, maybe there's some chemistry between them. And, mm-hmm. oh, this is a different side. And I've been through that. And, she, you know, she's a wounded bird at this point. Yeah. And so yeah, this. let me just see where this may go. I'll develop it. If right. I need to execute on it, I will. But, you know, mm. you got to keep your options open. I'm not mad at her getting some. I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad at her. Do you guys trust, <laughs> do you guys trust Silver the fact? No. But do you trust him the fact that he was he was James's lawyer? And so then what, what lost me for him is when he says, I can't represent James anymore. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I need you to do it for me. And he's like, okay, well, I'll do it for you. What the? Sucker. When it felt like, actually, the, that whole thing feels like we've missed an episode or something. Like, they've been hanging out. They've it went been pretty getting, quick. Yeah, yeah it, it was like from quick. zero to 100. Like, all of a sudden, they're in love or something is what it felt like. But I do understand mm-hmm. that we've had to rush our episode. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying what it felt like. Speaking of thoughtism, let's go into... Um, <laughs> <laughs> love the transition. Let's, let's talk about Olivia because <laughs> Olivia seems like she's thoughting after James. The... I mean, she already knows that he's married. She detects that there's problems when uh, James and Tasha's relationship. Mm -hmm. He just got out of jail, and he was cheating on Tasha with Angie, and you still want to get with this dude? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Do you not read blogs? He got the Do you not see, like, power, money, and an attractive man? I'm just saying, he could be different with me. Sure, justify. He He learned from all that. Yes. I'll give him something that he hasn't had before, so it's going to be all good. Ah, How you meet him is how he believes you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, what's your take on uh on I have Olivia? nothing more to discuss about her. All right, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> let's go to Stern. Um, so, do you think by Stern being a silent par- partner, um, how much can he control James? Because Clearly quick, not much, because James much, yeah. checked him. I yeah. was like, yeah. I, I like to see that kind of ghost. Mm-hmm. I like to see that bossy, you know, especially against Stern, because Stern was just trying too much. Always He's like, two steps ahead ghost. Yeah. yeah. But, so now we have um, we have Councilman Rasheed Tate, played by Lorenz Tate, mm-hmm. and so clearly the two of them um, have a bond, and they want to do some real estate yes, work yeah. in, in Queens, where they're both from, mm-hmm. while Stern and his people want James to do Manhattan. So, I smell... Revenge. Type. I smell something. I smell a, yeah. a battle, yeah. a, a, battle. Yeah. a problem mm-hmm. over land and location and something. city funds and yeah. whatever grants he's up no, for. No, power. Everything's gonna go smooth. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go right, yeah. I'm not doing any spoilers. I'm just listening to your theories. Right. <laughs> right. Like, you sure, Shannon? <laughs> okay. So now let's go to let's go to Julio and to everyone else. So, you, what are your thoughts on? Um, your thoughts on Tariq <laughs> lying um, about Dre not knowing Kana was alive and then do you think Tommy believes him or is he watching him trying to figure out before he kills him what do you think uh, I think Tariq is a baby ghost mm-hmm. and he is applying things that he's learned or seen from his father I think is literally and I thought it was so ironic is that, that his father <laughs> it, it's Kanan. Okay, I, mean, I saw somebody bring up Kanan the whole. Oh yeah, cons, I do. I do. The whole theory of and I do being... wonder that because you know he killed Sean they and he fine. has he has a, a huge attachment and because Tasha I think is a 
And you know bopping what? And bopping. She's starting and bopping. I wouldn't be surprised if, in fact, she did get with Ghost, which is why she oh, said no, to kill him. Oh, you mean Kanan? Kanan, which is why she said you need to kill him 10 years ago. I'm just saying. That was know. some of the theories that were thrown at us also on Twitter. And there yeah. are a lot of power uh, theories 50 out there. Has, uh, 50 reposted something to kind of keep that rumor going. You know he would. Yeah. Yeah. He would, right? He, he loves would. getting people so talking. Continue, I'm sorry. So, yeah, I thought it was ironic that the one who everyone is saying is sort of being uh, raised up to be Ghost, which is Dre, mm-hmm. Dre and Tariq being in the car together and they're both playing like ghost isms mm-hmm. with each other. You know what I mean? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, to me, I just thought that, that piece was ironic. I want Dre to die. Dre made me mad. Let's go back when to when they discovered the, body. that one yeah, move that, and that, made me so mad. That was my next question. Do you guys think Dre played his hand too quickly by asking to be the distro while standing over Julio's dead body? Yeah. Very quickly. I, I mean, I think that, you know, he's like time is of the essence and he's been waiting for it. And he knows it's vulnerable right now with the ghost out. It's chaos. Tommy's obviously distracted. So he's trying to, you know, strike the head and make his moves. However, I want Dre to die. Not that I want you to be out of the job. Um, I know. I love her, Timmy. I love her, Timmy. But I'm hating Dre right, right. now. Yes. Right. 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 Yes. But look, 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 look. We're getting oh, emotional. that's oh, his so buddy. Look, that's his. Look, 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 look. You know, that's your man's. Of yeah. course, Cristobal well, and Dre are stirring the pot. Mm-hmm. Right, Let's forget right. about dying and death and all that. It's a business. <laughs> right? It's a business. They got a brand, and, and there was an opportunity on. because there was a position that was open and it had to be filled. So. I mean, it, you know, maybe he could have waited until after the memorial or the funeral or something like that. But it, I think he strikes while he's when the over the day. Is hot. <laughs> well, I just I don't even have a problem with the fact that he mentioned it so soon. I had a problem with that when he was kneeling over him and he said, "I win." Like it was like too much. Mm. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Got it. And, and speaking of uh, and speaking of of Crystal Ball, so now Crystal Ball is um, in the mix because he was doing. Um, he was asking for more drugs than than some of the other drug dealers or whatever you want to call it. So now, now there's this alliance between distributors. distributors thank you. So now there's this alliance between between Crystal Ball and Dre, and I do wonder when the when is when is it when is the shit gonna hit the fan? Because I don't feel like either can trust each other. And so, with that being said. What do you, what's your take on that? Wait, why can't you trust Cristobal? What's um, wrong with Cristobal? What's, what's, <laughs> what's wrong with Cristobal? As he said, it's a business. He's just, it's a business. Know, he's We're just... on the same playground together. <laughs> My, well, the reason that <clears throat> I don't feel that you can trust anybody is because even going with Tommy and this whole New Deal thing, um, Tommy, it's a business, but Tommy broke down why he should be able to get what he gets back. But the Jimenez are clearly, they don't want to, they don't want that. And I feel like drug dealers never hold true to their word. Everything is always about them. Subjective. Yeah. To change. Yes. Yeah, I don't think there's ever really any true teamwork. I mean, you can Never. trust people for a while mm-hmm. while you're aligned, while there's a certain mm-hmm. symbiotic relationship between the two. But ultimately, everybody's kind of out for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they got to do what it takes to get to the top. So I don't know how long that lasts. Mm-hmm. It's just a dangerous playground. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I see something. I, I, I see do something. think that I there know. was a... Uh, I think what it was, because there's only 10 episodes, there's got to be a lot of backstory that's kind of yeah. created uh, and things are accelerated in certain spots. But I do think that there was a recognition between Cristobal and Dre and and that there was a common vision together mm-hmm. and they both appreciate and recognize the skill set 
that each one has and how they could perhaps align mm. to, you know, build the empire, maybe do some things, mm-hmm. you know, it's in the very early stages, but that's kind of the recognition, the flicker. And that's why they've been seen together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm seeing a lot of teams like forming now. We got Dre and Cristobal over here. Mm-hmm. We got Tommy over here. That was, we got Ghost kind of. You know, I'm, p- I'm picking <laughs> up you what you're putting down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Teamwork just, makes the dream work. Look, yeah. that's just kind of my own backstory that mm-hmm. I created. Whether gotcha. anything, you know, comes to fruition with that, but you know, <laughs> that's how we good. justify our meetings because we're on camera and I'm from Dainos and he's from somewhere else. Right. And we're meeting together, and it has to be justified in some way. And so I just think that there was a little bit of recognition in mm-hmm. each other and appreciation and feeling each other out. You know? Yeah. Hmm. So Honor uh, among thieves. Mm-hmm. As I and sit here trying to Honor read among faces. Thieves. Right. Well, that's <laughs> Dre and, you know, we were just going over Dre's whole story again the other day, which, you know, you forget sometimes. It's like, great, Dre was met Kanan in jail, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, right, he was Kanan. Like, you know, Kanan, like, saved Dre in jail or something. You know what I mean? Like, they have a thing, so they go way back, and he owes Kanan from that. And yet, he's just come out, and he, there is no loyalty there. He's always just constantly yeah. looking out for himself. And and I want, I hope one of the fans will put together uh, a compilation reel of Dre going, I ain't lying. Like, right? right? He's, and he right. Does, he, he's, he's like, I'm, I'm being real with you. And he, like, he, he if he is saying that, it's he's lying. Like, he's, yes. he does it so, so bro, many I times. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, and I was like, he, he lies to everybody. everyone mm-hmm. and looks him straight. Well, like you know, Tariq now. He's like, he's like innocent and you mm-hmm. know. But I, smooth, I think Tommy. Yeah. I think Tommy <laughs> knows when Tommy asked um, about when he had the gun to him and he asked about. And knowing if Kanan was alive, and then he asked, "Did Drake?" He said something like, "Well, did, did Tariq say? Did Tariq say I did?" Like it's those. Oh yeah. T- Tommy. Tommy is you know although he's like a dead man walking, he's very smart and he's very street smart, and so he knows and he listens to things. And a lot of times he may not respond. Right, but he'll take he's note storing of it. But, but, yeah. but, it's but, in the file for later and, use. Right, like yeah. in that first episode when Dre says, and Dre thinks he's like been so convincing, and mm-hmm. he gets in the elevator, and you see Tommy looking mm-hmm. at the elevator mm-hmm. after. Like, like, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the yeah. sad part is, I think myself and maybe many others really liked, especially before the character of Dre, because it was like he's trying to change his life. He's you know going on with his thing, trying try to get to better, be father to his daughter, mm-hmm. father to his daughter, right. which we haven't heard then, much. About they mentioned that thus this recently. Um, no, Kanan threatened his daughter yeah. recently. Last yeah, he season, was, he, yeah. no, recently, recently this season. Yeah, a couple yeah. episodes ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I was saying is that he, uh, I'm just interested to see where this character of Dre is going to go because he was so one way at first. It seemed like, and now all of a sudden, <laughs> like, oh, so he had you fooled yeah. too, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so. the thing. He fools everybody that he's so earnest and sincere. Yeah. Well, then speaking of that, so going back to this new deal that Tommy wants with. Uh, Dago and Alicia. So he wants the the old um, the old territory back. He wants six new uh, Toro Locos corners. He wants access to the port connections in California, where I think a spinoff is coming. Expansion. Hope Fantastic. So. Um, that sounds amazing. And then so the the siblings, um, um, the Jimenez siblings, mm-hmm. you know, now have to decide if they're going to take this deal. So I wonder, are they going to take the deal? Are they going to side? Are they going to try and kill Tommy? Are they going to use Dre? They have as- to take the deal for the spinoff. <laughs> Y'all okay. got the spinoff thing really, really going. So, but, <laughs> no. but but Dre was there, and Dre also heard that 
that that Tommy killed Lobos. And I feel like just that that shot of him, he's going to use and take that information. So is he going to take that information and use to to part and move up to the to the Jimenez? Are you talking about Dre? Or? Dre, oh, yeah, Dre. Okay. I feel like I feel like Dre took that information and he's going to use it and he's going to take it for something that deals with him. Possibly, I, and I don't know the answer to that, but I know, I know now as a fan of Power, mm-hmm. what they do, they put the shot on somebody's face, and it's like a foreshadowing to mm-hmm. something that's going to happen later. So mm-hmm. they did. I saw that face that Dre made, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, something is there. So okay, so let's go to uh, to Ghost, Tommy Proctor, and Teresi. So um, we saw a lot of scenes with, with Tommy and Ghost, and um, and I. I think we all agree that we love the banter and everything that was... Yes. Yeah. Super quickly. Yeah. Did anybody else think, just for a second, this is a side note, that to, what, when Tariq was on his lane, that he was that, that scene between him and Raina when he pushed her down, did anybody think that he was going to kill her at that moment? Like, it, accidentally? It got very dark for no. a it, second. It, it was just... I was like... <gasps> I literally said... I was like, no! Like, <laughs> to my yeah. team, I was like, no! I didn't know what was going to happen, but I was Aww. like, no. So I was glad that it went the way that it did. The other thing that I wanted to mention, did anybody think that, uh, <laughs> that when Ghost sat down when Tariq was playing the video games that he was going to reach around and take a sip of his soda and find out that oh, it was lean? You didn't see it? Okay. No, That's just me that. and my mom. All right. And speaking of the whole lean thing, I like that they actually put that in the uh, uh, series because with this upcoming next generation, lean pills, uh, Zannies, Percocets, that's like the cool Mm -hmm. new thing now. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, uh, putting that on the big screen might actually bring some attention, bring up some uh, conversation. Yeah, Yeah, and there's there's snorting things as well. Yeah, it's just so much. Um, Ghost confronts Tommy. Um, so with the whole Proctor thing, so uh, so Proctor tells James that that Tommy killed mm-hmm. uh, Bailey, and so Ghost confronts Tommy about it. Uh, and he had obviously the takeover spirit, and Tommy didn't like that. So I love the banter of that. But um, in that conversation, he says that. James Proctor is not their lawyer anymore and so that he's accomplice. If the body shows up, it traces back to the both of them. He says, you fucked up by killing the agent and I fucked up by killing Marshall. So here we are yet again needing each other to set some shit straight. So um, being that Proctor said Tommy is the real threat, um, do you think he really took care of the body? Did he destroy the tape? You know, what's your take on Proctor and Ghost having this non-trust for for Proctor with this information. I want to know Bailey. when Proctor got gangster people like that can dispose oh, of can. bodies and, and so forth. A little this season. Um, you know, I know he's, he's always been he's, he's always, always been known been, as, he as had a, a past. Dead, yeah, he has yeah. A yeah, but I thought it was about his and ex his, having a you know little pill problem and and that type of thing. Not I'm disposing of bodies and you know hiding evidence. I felt like that was a bit much for him. So I'm concerned mm-hmm. because. He's definitely a loose end. I'm concerned for his safety or what he's going to do with the information. Well, so you think that he hasn't destroyed all the information. You think he's using it as as a leverage? Possibly, Mm -hmm. because uh, I think that we we may be underestimating Proctor. I think that he may have some things that we just haven't seen yet. As a matter of fact, I thought that I was excited. Remember when he got removed from the case? I was like, good, now he can add whatever. But we haven't seen two, I mean, that was only, what, a couple episodes now? Yeah. They, okay, so we haven't yeah. seen that much of Proctor, but 
I don't know. I feel like something is up and he's going to protect himself. But I did like the scene where Mock came to Proctor and then James is in the background. Like that one, Mm -hmm. he said, you're either going to end up dead or you're going to talk to me, whichever one is going to happen first. And so uh, how Ghost kind of appears makes you think that maybe he's going to go handle his business and take care of Proctor. I don't know. But my my hope is that he, uh, that Proctor shows us something and that he can kind of get out because... That's another. Uh, that's another, another storyline. Mm-hmm. I like storylines and like twists and turns like that. <laughs> I, I do agree that um, that Proctor didn't read all the evidence because Tommy's been a jerk to him. And why would you be a jerk to someone who's the only person who can protect you legally? So I think he's using it like he said. Tommy is the is the real threat. So I think he's I think he's holding on t- to something. So Ghost gives the cell phone to Tommy and says, "You need to call Teresi." Um, open discussion. I love that storyline, actually. I don't. Why? Mm-hmm. I like seeing it develop. I think we need to see more about Tommy's backstory. We started um, with the um, when he was in Chicago mm-hmm. and the revealing about um, his bouncer episodes. I think that it will kind of give more insight into... I, I did now. I did like that, and I also took from that with Tommy's uh, first job being a bouncer at the club. Mm-hmm. I think Tommy's mom was a stripper at the club, and that's how she got the job, and that's probably how she met Teresi. Yeah. or well, I mean, clearly my. I mean, theory, sound like yeah. it. He was yeah, talking yeah. about her legs, yeah, yeah. and he liked redheads. Yeah, yeah. So. And so my theory is wrong. I always thought that that um, Mrs. Egan um, messed with Tommy's dad. Because they, his dad was a, a club owner, and so I thought they had ghost dad. Ghost, ghost, dad. ghost dad. Excuse me, but anyway, um, so <laughs> it's revealed. Oh, <laughs> Wait, they were half brothers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought like, Tommy's mom messed around with Ghost's ghost dad. Yes, because Ghost's oh. dad was a club owner, and we know that Mrs. Egan's a fast hot ass. And so now the oh. fact that fast she, now that she. Tommy was a bouncer at the club. I think she was a stripper. And then I think, you know, she was a club girl twerking back in the day. And she met Ghost's dad. And they got together and she got pregnant while she was with Teresi. That's But that theory's off. So (laughs) so Teresi is a dad. But there's more. What do you got? What, there's more to the story. We Can, don't know. His mom obviously mm. must have been up to some type of hijinks and tricks. We don't know. So can you tell us something? More yeah. will no. be revealed. Okay, so I was I was wondering because Joe did a really he he's got some of the best scenes as far mm. as like facially and just moments in the show. Yeah. But that whole car scene was really great. Um, and I thought. Who is he more mad at right now? Is he mad at his mom because she told him or he thought that his dad was dead and like all this time he's been alive? Like, was he mad at his mom or was he in protection of his mom? Of course, when he said, how the F do you know my my mom or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that told me like, okay, he was in protection mode. But then mm-hmm. when you see so much confusion on his face and just like being speechless and all mm-hmm. that. Because he I, was hitting him with facts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so many straight, straight facts. And yeah. then it's like when he, when Teresa said, I have a thing for redheads. Tommy, so does Tommy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it was and all a dancer this... down in. She was a dancer down in Atlantic City, and mm-hmm. he knew that his mom had been a dancer. Like, yeah. the story matched up. Yeah, because she told him most of the truth, right? Mm-hmm. So the story's matching up for him. So, um, what I didn't like about this is we've been. Everyone has been seeing this this storyline about Teresi and Tommy, and that's really easy for power and that's kind of unacceptable for me to have for us to figure out something that we've known literally probably since episode two that's not that's not power like for us to be able to figure something out so far ahead yeah but you don't know how it's gonna play out i hope it plays all good 
Mob ties. <laughs> Anything mm-hmm. else on on, on Teresi and, and okay, so the last topic that we're gonna try and brush to is Angela Donovan Cooper, Max Sandoval. This okay, so you got Mike Sandoval who's trying to put the blame on Coop on on, uh, on Donovan, mm-hmm. and then um, Angela goes to to Donovan, and then he gives her the evidence, and so they see that Sandoval is walking upstairs as Donovan is going to shut the club down. So now. It's alleged that mm-hmm. that it's alleged that Cooper, <laughs> uh, Angela, and Donovan now know that Sandoval is probably the mole. While you have Sandoval and Mac, who I sometimes wonder if they're working together because I felt like that was a clue when he says, "Oh well, you know, I'm going to talk to Donovan." And so for me, that was like a clue saying, "Go kill him." So I wonder if the two of them are in, in it together. But what's your take on the FBI force, uh, the the task force? I, I love that Cooper I'm, was salting out uh, went to Angela to yeah. salt out. Um, I love that scene. Yeah, Donovan, and she just opened the door back, and he's mm. right there. Oh my so. god, yeah. I know, I love him. Uh, oh, Shane, who plays yes. Zach, he was just here he is hilarious i was like he just he's so funny i I love his his comedic timing um i and that's the second time we've had a moment like that with with donovan you know too also oh oh yes 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 like where he walks in he's like when he walks in he's like mumbling under his breath he's like (laughs) yeah so um that was really great but okay uh mike sandoval you trying to get a little bit bold and buck again trying to go and take out donovan how bossy was that but um i think he's getting in over his head and he's a little bit fearful that is getting too close to him so he's just trying to take out the he knows something i don't know sandoval either knows something well, we or we don't know just, who the real sandoval is isn't it? that still sandoval's been in over his head for a long time yeah, yeah. yeah. right but but now we're really i think we know that and we've been feeling that as an audience but now to see things like you're not really a killer but you're outright go, like walking in the hallway with a gun in your hand he, he is a killer though mm-hmm. i mean it was revealed that um you know like with back with lobos when he when he was first in with lobos mm-hmm. the, the thing that lobos had on him is that they took out that agent that was having an affair with his wife mm. right so mm. he he became complicit way back then and um and so we know that he's killed and he's allowed killing. So he's, he, you know, he, he wants to convince himself that he's a good guy that's just gotten. Mm-hmm. Pulled, and I think that's in. more it. I think he's convinced the the he audience there, let, that. But James St. Patrick, he, totally, he, he pointed the finger and like helped him get convicted. hundred percent for the murder that he did. Yeah, so I, mean, I think that he's, he's just gone. convinced us that he is. I mean, we've seen some of the behind the scenes, of course, like his dirt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as far as like a killer, it doesn't seem like it's <clears> in his. Even though there's a backstory, I it doesn't. You. Greg, yeah. poor sweet I know Greg. out of all people, it's like Greg, but it's like we—that was the first Greg person that we actually go. saw him mm-hmm. kill. We've heard some backstories, but we didn't—we didn't see him actually physically take somebody out until Greg. And so yeah. now to see him try to do that with Donovan was like, dang, you know, you're really trying to, you know, up your uh, your your count. It was yeah. just kind of crazy. So I'm glad that that didn't happen though. Um, and so anything else before I know you guys say rap, but if you can just give me five minutes, cause I have to just ask a couple questions to, to ahead, the producer and actors. Okay. So I, first of all, your resume of some of the things that you did, I, I feel is just great. You were an executive producer on uh, unforgettable that show I liked. And so <laughs> how did you, how did you transition from some of the other shows from like 90210 and, and unforgettable to doing power? Well, I started off, um, the first TV show as a producer on was Monk. I kind of worked my way up uh-huh. there. Mm-hmm. I was there for seven years, and that was an amazing learning ground, and I had some fantastic mentors there. And 
um, then, and I went on to the second season of Monk when it came in there. And then the first season of uh, 90210, I will just say it was a challenge for them. And so they wanted to revamp it for season two. Mm. And so I came on for the all new revamping of that. And then that was with CBS executives. And so then when they did the same thing with Unforgettable, it was one show the first season. And they're like, wait, we're going to remake this as a Blue Skies summer show. So the execs, I had the same execs from, from 92. They said, will you come help us? We're going to go revamp mm-hmm. Unforgettable. And so then I was in the unique position of somebody who's been a producer in L.A. and New York. This is another show that, you know, bridges the two. Courtney had worked at CBS in our showrunner. She on The Good Wife, and so I think, you know, we knew of each other from that and had uh, good stuff, and then also I, I joined this show after it had um, mm-hmm. aired, so I watched, the, you know, I binge-watched the whole first season, <laughs> and I was like, what is this show? I love it! <laughs> like, please, let me work on this show! It's so fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, just like all things, it's like one thing leads to the next, and just show, you know, my motto is always like, I, you know, I, I will... There's, I will show up, I will, uh, nobody will work harder, you know, mm-hmm. nobody will work longer hours. Yeah. Right. I'm like, whatever it takes to get the job done, mm-hmm. you know? And and we all kind of, you know, like-minded people come together mm-hmm. in that with the same work ethics and, you know, be nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> play nice. And work then, hard, play nice. And then, Matt, <laughs> you, came from, you came from daytime. Uh, you were on Days of Our Lives yes, for, for, for many years. Years that ago. That was my favorite. Yeah. That was your favorite? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. watched it in a very college. long time, but yeah. high school for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Mm. Me too. <laughs> how, how, did you, um, how did you get involved with, uh, with Power and the casting, and how did you transition from auditioning, getting the role as a reoccurring, and now I guess series I can say regular. next season you'll be a series regular, so that means he's alive. Yeah. Maybe. Actually, that so news far. was for, for this season, season four. Yeah, he oh. became a series, series regular during season, season four. four. Season oh, four. Nice. Congratulations. But Julio's dead, so you're 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 gonna we make can't, it. We don't know you what's gonna happen stay. on season five. You're, We're you're, like, he was a regular in season, season four, yeah. but you know. Yeah. We're claiming it for you. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a, a, a good story with power because it was not the traditional route. I had actually I had actually auditioned for Sandoval's role and it was a self tape at home in my suit, you know, in tie without an accent. And uh obviously I didn't get it. And then I had found out like a month later that they wanted me to come in and guest star for a role. And they didn't really say much about the role. And they're very tight with their scripts, like extremely tight. So I didn't read really the character until I was flying on the plane. And then <laughs> learned that he was a Dominican character mm. and that he was, you know, Cristobal from the gang, from the Tainos. And uh, that's when I started watching like, you know, season one. And I, I fell in love like uh, Shanna did. And uh, it, it was great. And I had fun with the character. Uh, thankfully, they had great dialect coaches, you know, on set to mm-hmm. kind of help with the Dominican aspect of it because I'm Cuban mm. and there's like, you know, a lot of differences. Okay. And based on that, they just kind of asked for, you know, a recur. Mm-hmm. And then last season, um, uh, Courtney called me in and said that she wanted to chat about maybe increasing the storyline with the character. And it was unlike any experience that I've had before with executives. I expected to go in and, you know, see like a bunch of suits and then, <laughs> you know what I mean, have a formal interview. But uh, I don't know how much time we got, but it was just Courtney, and she and I got to know each other, and uh, she, you've had her on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was uh, like she was on the show. She's just very open and down-to-earth and connected and, and has, is very insightful and intuitive and shared a lot, and, you know, it was a... It was a great experience, and then after they had, you know, bumped me up to series regular, it was pretty cool. Oh, did you work with Carmen for your... Yeah, both of them. Yeah, Carmen and uh, Candido. 
we've got two fantastic dialect coaches that work mm-hmm. because as he said you know we've but we've got Mexican, Dominican, um, Cuban, Cuban, you know, and Puerto Rican, and yeah, for Angela, because she's, you know, Lila is her family's from Mexico in real life. So her Spanish, she would do with the more Mexican accent. That's oh, where her mom is from. Okay. And so, but she's playing Puerto Rican. So she has to do a different accent. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. For the Spanish. And so we, we were, you know, we, we work really hard on all those things and it's like, you know, 80% of our audience may not notice, but we try to really work, you know, hard to keep it real. Um, a very quick question, if you can answer maybe 30 seconds or less, because we've heard that before. Someone comes in and auditions for one part, but then a month or so later, you you are brought in for another role. How much of that actually happens? Do you guys really uh, pay attention to all of the people who come in cast? Absolutely. And just, you're like, okay, maybe not now, but you keep them in the back of your mind. Again, on the shows that I've been on it's happened multiple times because um, you can fall in love with an actor in an audition and say man they're not right for this but I love them Mm -hmm. gotta find something for them and then you can have you know a great showrunner like Courtney end up writing and creating a character for that person for her to make that leap with my character was huge because my background you know I had a lot of soap Mm -hmm. I had a lot of clean stuff so to get the tats and you know be the drug dealing gangster was a leap for her to take and insightful. But that's what Courtney likes to do. Of, yeah. Like yeah. she doesn't like to cast people in roles and ways that they've done things before. Yes. She likes to show everybody in a new light hmm. right. and go again. You know, if it's anybody that we're familiar with, it's like, okay, well we've never seen them do, do it just like this. Yes. Right. So and another she can see reason that. we like love she's, power. She's mm-hmm. insightful. She can kind of see yeah. that and, you know, I, I took That's my good. hat off and I was like, man, I really respect that. You know, thank mm-hmm. you very much for that opportunity. Yeah. yeah, we take our hat off to Courtney as well. I mean, Courtney is really, really, uh, my <coughs> goodness. I mean, you all know. <laughs> yeah. she's, right. she's really amazing. She's yeah. got a lot of insight, like you said, yeah. in many different levels. So so as we wrap, um, any final thoughts, predictions, anything that you can tell us <laughs> besides what, how you can be followed <laughs> on social media? I have to ask. I mean, what can you uh, give us something? Oh, something. Please. Please. Something. Oh my God! Okay. As we wrap, <laughs> there's so many more people that are gonna die. Oh, <laughs> the cat is out the bag. Okay. You have not that seen Power's last death. Oh. You have not seen this season's last death. Okay. We've got oh. you know some big exciting twists and turns coming up, and I think, and one thing I can say very truthfully <clears throat> is that I I honestly believe that our finale is the most powerful episode of Power yet. It is wow. by far my favorite episode that we have done wow. and i loved six so much Seven like when, Fs. when we did when we when we did six it wasn't just the de- it, yes yeah. the deaths but i mean the storylines the drama and just everything how it all paid off you know mm. i loved six so much so six was my favorite and then we got to the finale i'm like okay this is my new favorite <laughs> so and i love them all and, right. and it's all part of the story but it's i can't wait to see what I'm the fans say oh after God. the yes. finale oh you're God. gonna Definitely. die Definitely. <laughs> Tell us something. Uh, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. I mean, yeah, I don't know how much, okay. you know, to, to really tip, but it does get very interesting, and I'm excited to see where it goes, both as a cast mate and mm-hmm. as, a, as a fan of the show. It's Definitely. It's okay, cool. we'll give you guys a social media. I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> yeah. let, let everyone know where you can be found on social media. Oh, I'm um, at Shanna Stein Moranville on Instagram and at Shanna Stein on Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, both my Twitter and Insta are the same, and it's Matt Cedeno, and that's Cedeno like jalapeno. (laughs) 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 I like Matt. You guys can find me on all of your social media platforms at Robin Ayers. Mm -hmm. And you can follow me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. It's your man Jimmy V at Be Your Own Dad. And you can follow me on (laughs) And you can follow me on all social media at Bam Erickson. Well, damn. Wow. This has yeah, been this so fun. This is a good one. Thank you guys uh, Thank you so, much. so much. Thank, Thank you to Shana. You. Thank you to Matt. Thank you um, Thanks for all your support of the show. It really means a lot. We Absolutely. appreciate it. Yes. It's a great show. Yes. Yeah, the best on TV. The best so. on TV. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So thank you guys for watching there. We have we have a lot more. So make sure you guys stay uh, tuned because yep. we have more guests and we'll be here and we're going to keep recapping and doing what we do. So thank you guys so much. Thumbs up on YouTube. See ya. <laughs> Five stars on iTunes. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 